previously on Wove Inspiration. This is the day that he has made. He said, I've come to give you life and have it more abundantly. Why are we not living the abundant life? Now, that's not meaning, you guys, that you got to have all this money. You know, you got to have, be the richest, famous to enjoy your life. You better be content where you are and take the little bit that you have, present it to Father so he can breathe on it and bless it, and then listen to him so he'll tell you what to do, and then the rest, hey, enjoy your life. This is Wove Inspiration. Here to inspire, encourage, and uplift. Hey, this is Althea with Wove Inspirations. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Today's special guest is Miss Dana Curry. She is a captivating author, speaker, and wellness advocate who delivers a powerful message on healing, health, and hope. She is the author of a memoir and 50-day devotional entitled Harvest of Hope, Living Victoriously Through Adversity. In addition, she is the author of Reinventing You, Simple Steps to Transform Your Body, Mind, and Spirit. It is my pleasure and honor to introduce to my listening audience my good friend, Miss Dana Curry. Hey, Dana, how are you today? Great. How are you, Althea? I'm doing really good. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Go ahead and tell me about yourself, you, you and your family. Uh, yes, I am a mother of three adult kids. I'm in a very busy season. People think once your kids graduate that things should settle down, but for me, it actually got more busy. <laughs> um, nevertheless, uh, my husband and I will be celebrating our 30th wedding anniversary at the end of this year. We're high school sweethearts. We met when I was sweet 16. And um, nevertheless, God's opening up new doors. I just had the opportunity to speak at a women's conference called Women's Power Surge. And the message was hope for the weary soul. There were wonderful women and so many people who I was able to meet. And it was just such an honor to touch other lives in such a positive way. Awesome. Awesome. So um, how did you actually get started in, you know, the advocacy and also writing your own books? It was my own rock bottom experience. I never imagined writing a book and I never imagined advocating for health or speaking in front of large groups of people. I um, was in the beauty industry and going about my life being a busy mom and busy at church. I was the leader of a mom's group called Ministry of Mothers and I had a full plate and out of nowhere I had aches and pains and it was many years of medical testing in which eventually in 2008, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia okay. and my life came to a screeching halt. Wow. Did okay. you ask what fibromyalgia, I thought you asked what fibromyalgia is. It's basically an autoimmune disorder that impacts the muscles in the body from head to toe in which typically there's many symptoms it impacts. It impacts sleep, it impacts your moods, it impacts your daily um, ability to function. 
So okay. nevertheless, I, I resigned from the beauty industry and was at home, not certain of my purpose, questioning what in the world God was up to. Mm-hmm. And that is when I actually did start writing. It was a lifelong passion that I placed on hold because I was so busy as a mom and working and juggling a million different hats as a woman. But eventually I was able to finally walk in my purpose and started writing and pursuing that when out of nowhere I experienced some negative side effects from medications. One thing led to another. I ended up in the hospital and it started a very dark journey in which my my life spiraled out of control. I almost lost my life. It was a very desperate moment of pleading to God for help, for healing, and for restoration. And I think really that's where we grow our faith. We grow our faith in the darkness. Amen. In those dark seasons. Amen. And, and, and that's what happened was I began a season of suffering, a season of affliction. It reminds me of Job and the Bible who lost everything. And I felt like him. I lost my job. I lost my health. I lost the ability to function. I ended up becoming disabled and homebound. And at one point, I, I wanted to quit. I just wanted to quit. And my mother one day said to me, Dana, you're not a quitter. She said, you're going to overcome this. How, how? And she cheered me on. And it was exactly what I needed. And that's when I decided to start doing simple things to enhance my health and make daily changes in my lifestyle and the way I eat. And, and I started down a new path. It was more a, a holistic wellness pathway, but it led me to healing and then to pursuing speaking and becoming an author and sharing my story. Okay. Okay. So what are some of the things that you did? Um, Cause you, you said that you were going through some, like some health issues and everything. What are some of the things that you had to do to get away from like the typical thing is medication. Doctors just want to medicate you, medicate you, medicate you. But it sounds like you did a lot of uh, home remedies and things of that sort. So can you tell me a little bit about that part? Right. So what I did was take a close look at what I was eating. And that's when something came up where I suspected I had celiac disease and celiac disease. It's individuals who they're not able to absorb and digest gluten, things like rye, wheat, and oats. And I was very sick and one thing led to another and I cleaned up my diet and I was able to go gluten-free. It was a challenging task, not a diet I would have willingly chosen for myself, Mm -hmm. but in order to get healthy, I chose that. And then I started using natural herbal remedies, essential oils, and various forms of natural supplements, and also doing things like self-care. You know, mm-hmm. spending time with God and nature and, and being out in the sun, natural vitamin D, and really focusing on what can you do. You know, I always thought, don't worry about what you can't do, focus on what you can do. 
So I started journaling, praying, listening to worship music, and having gratitude. So I started practicing every day. I would start my morning greeting God with prayer and giving him five things that I was grateful for. So I start my day every day, five things that I was grateful for. And I believe that when we are able to be present in the moment and really think about our blessings and have gratitude, then I believe that it actually does give us a more positive outlook. We have more optimism and we're in a better mental state, um, you know, a more cheerful heart. And so it really does change our outlook and it could basically enhance our health. Awesome. Awesome. Now, is a lot of this information that you just shared, is that in your uh, latest book, Reinventing You? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. That's awesome. So what do you do to keep yourself motivated even when things don't go as planned? What really works for me, number one, is prayer to just ask God in the midst of any confusion or darkness or doubts for him to reveal himself and to be, and for me to just be open for however he chooses to do that. And the one key, the one key is to always have this awareness that God can use other people and other things such as rainbows and birds and books and songs and even strangers we make can bless us or even confirm that something that God told us, people could confirm it. Or even I've had red cardinals. God has been using for three years red cardinals over and over and over for me. And it's just beautiful each time it might be a different scenario, but it's wonderful when you say a prayer and then God answers your prayer using nature and he made the birds. So how beautiful is that, that he's using something he created to touch me and reveal himself to me. Yeah. And, and you know what, what's interesting is that that's actually happened to us, uh, my husband and I, a couple of times, the, uh, the Cardinals. Um, we live in an apartment complex. And so, I mean, even though that there's trees that are around us and everything, it's really unusual to see a, a cardinal just, just out of the blue. And there has been times in the morning that there's this one particular cardinal that would tap on our window. And in early in the morning, as if it was like, okay, you need to wake up. And it was always around the time where we were going through something and we were like, you know, crying out to God, asking him to, you know, help us with whatever the situation was. And it never failed. It was like this, this, this cardinal would tap on our window and it was like, he was reminding us, I have not left you. I'm not leaving you it's time to wake up and go forward. So I can testify to the Cardinals of, and God using nature as a way of getting our attention. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what suggestions do you have for those who, you know, kind of struggle to get their dreams off the ground and or who haven't really decided on what they want to do in life? Right. Actually, I have um, a chapter in my book on that. So my chapter is titled, You Were Created for a Purpose. And in that chapter, I share different ways to consider 
how someone could gain more clarity and wisdom on how to tap into their ultimate purpose. One would always be, of course, pray, ask mm -hmm. God, you know, what do you have for me, Lord? What is your purpose for me? Ultimately, we want to be in his will and we want the green light from the Lord instead of listening to other people we need to listen to the Lord. So always first use discernment. But other than that, I strongly believe in, it's an author and his name is Tom Rast. And he has the book and it's called Strength Finders 2.0. Okay, it's by Tom Rast. And it's awesome because you take a self-assessment and what it does, this is the most refined self-assessment for someone's strengths. They're not okay. focusing on what someone's not good at. They're focusing on what you are good at. So I love that they have a positive attitude right from the start. And then it's very nitty gritty, refined, specific questions. There's no right or wrong answer. You just, you're honest, you take the assessment, and then there's a little, there's a little code. You could go online and it will tell you your top five strengths. And ironically, my number one strength is communication. And it said, you should be writing and you should be speaking. Oh, well, there so you I go. Just, <laughs> right. So I just loved, I mean, I took that many, many, many years ago, but it was just wonderful to be confirmed that writing is my passion and that it just happened to be the number one strength. And so I feel that the strengths finders is excellent. Another one is for people to consider the community college who does usually have free interest tests. So okay. they can go to their community college and consider taking this free interest test and consider, you know, look at what occupations and positions it may, it may say is best suited for them. Mm -hmm. And the last one is ask other people, those you are closest to and who you trust and ask, what do you think I'm good at? What do you think I should do? It's always helpful to hear someone who knows you well, what they think you are good at and your areas of strengths and talents. And so I think it is helpful to hear what people have to say, but always, of course, go back to what did God say and then follow wherever he leads. Right. And, and what's interesting is that sometimes we we know what it is that we're good at and because people have a tendency to tell you, oh man, you did, you should be doing so-and-so and you should be doing so-and-so. But in our own way of thinking, we're thinking, well, we're not equipped. We don't have whatever it is that we need to do whatever it is that, you know, what needs to be done. But hearing that constantly that from somebody else that, hey, you, you're really good at this. Maybe you should consider that little, that little information that's shared to that individual. And people, I want you guys to listen. It, that's that's your, your key. That's what you need to listen for. When people tell you, you, you should be doing X, Y, Z, chances are that's exactly what you should be doing and working towards not worrying about, you know, how everything is going to come together, just do it. Right, right. I, I think part of it is sometimes we are in our own way. We need to get out of our way and we need to get out of God's way. 
and we need exactly. to just be willing to follow where he leads. And even even David in the Bible and Psalm 57 2, it said David wept and he cried. So it says, I cry out to God most high, to God who will fulfill his purpose for me. And David always asked for confirmation. That's what I always admired about David. King David, he wouldn't just pray for something, he would ask God to confirm it. And I love that because I'm one person who also does the same thing. I pray, but then I ask, okay, Lord, please confirm if this is your will for me. Is this your exactly. purpose? And and God is faithful. He will, he will follow through. He will, of course, we have to be patient. His timing's not our timing, but God is faithful and he will open doors when the time is right for his perfect plan. Amen. Amen. So what um, upcoming events or projects do you have um, in the works? I have two book projects in the works. I'm wrapping up my fourth book. It is a nonfiction. It is called Sacred Wandering, Growing Your Faith in the Dark. Okay. And then the next book is actually something that I just Started. It's not even really in the beginning stages. It's in the stages of seeking contributors. So this is a shout out for anyone who's an aspiring or seasoned writer or someone who's just passionate about sharing some wonderful stories to do with your faith. But the book is in regard to God moments, supernatural God moments, where God works in supernatural ways, whether it's miracles, whether it's with angels, whether it's with nature, and I'm seeking a different type of book. It's not okay. just me. It's actually having various authors, people who love writing, contributing authors to come on board and join me. So a total of 30 to 40 writers would join me, and we're actually putting the book together. It's a little bit like Chicken Soup for the Soul, so it's a lighthearted, inspirational book to do with God moment. Awesome. And awesome. It, it's something that um, I'm accepting submission starting August 1st through through September 1st, and the book will be launched next April 2019. Okay. Okay. So how can people reach you to participate in not only that, but to also um, find your books because I know these I have a copy of your book and I started reading it and it's like yeah this is really this is good information so how can people reach out to you get get um, buy a copy of your book they can go to my website which is Dana com. they could also go on to amazon.com and even type in my name um, Dana or Curie, and it would it would redirect them to my books okay. and my author page on Amazon. Okay. And are you on any social media platforms or anything? Right, right. So on Facebook, I'm on there. It says Dana or Curie author page. I actually don't know the link off by heart. I'm pretty okay. sure it's the whole HTTP with the slashes, and it says Facebook, and then there's a slash, and then it says Dana or Curie. Okay. So, so just under your name, um, basically. Right, right. Cool. cool, cool, cool. Okay, so what I always ask my special guest is what is your personal 
motion, motivational quote? This one is also in my book because I always use inspirational. Usually every chapter of every single book that I have, I'm very much into inspiration and motivation. And nevertheless, every single chapter begins with a, a quote. And so this one is one of my favorites, and I think it's on point. It's exactly um, how I feel. And so it's by Bishop T.D. Jakes. Okay. And he says, if you can't figure out your purpose, figure out your passion. For your passion will lead you right into your purpose. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So any last words for our listening audience? Um, just like my one book says, it's a simple steps, simple steps to transform your body, mind, and spirit. I always tell people, don't focus on all the dozens of different tasks you need to do to get to the finish line. Instead, yeah. pick one. Let it be your top priority. Pick one goal. Only focus on that goal. And when that goal's done, go to the next one. Go to the next step. But instead of getting overwhelmed with a dozen different duties or tasks that need completed, and that could be very overwhelming, only focus on one step at a time and then laser zoom in on it, you know, have crystal clear thinking. But nevertheless, I think when we just, when we break down our, our steps and we make them maybe little big steps, it makes it so much more doable and achievable. Amen. Amen. Well, Dana, I really appreciate you taking your time out of your busy schedule to uh, talk with me on Wove Inspiration. Um, I'm looking forward to continuing to read your book and everything. And listening audience, I want you guys to check out her books. I believe that they will help you achieve everything that you're wanting to achieve and just just go for it, okay? So this is Althea with Wove Inspirations. Once again, I want to thank my special guest, Miss Dana O'Curry, for coming on to the show on Wove Inspirations. Thank you so much, Dana. Thank you so much for having me, Althea. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to follow us, we are on Facebook at W-O-V-E Inspiration, as well as Instagram, W-O-V-E 2005. You can also leave us a comment, question, or if you would like to be a guest on this show, you can contact me at W-O-V-E 2005 at yahoo.com. This is Althea Richardson. I hope you guys have an awesome day and keep moving forward.